Welcome to a special series on The Pulse focused on voices only. Hi, I'm your host, Rachel Schoenbaum, and in this series, we're going to be hearing from the groups that made it on to the Voices Only 2019 album. So stick around and be prepared to be wowed by what these groups have to say. I am so thrilled today to be sharing with you all uh, Voices Only 2019, which came out the track list very recently, and it inspired me to reach out to uh, to the groups that made it onto the compilation albums uh, to share with you all the stories behind their songs. And in that vein, I'm so grateful to have on the show today, Corey Sletsky, who is the creator of Voices Only. Welcome, Corey. How are you? Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. So let's first off start, I think, with Voices Only and what prompted you to to develop this kind of compilation album? So this goes back all the way to 2004, which is when it was started. And um, it actually wasn't my brainchild. It was the brainchild of um, the SoCal Vocals founder, Brock Harris. Mm who at the time there was, there was just Boca was the only kind of compilation thing. And I think Sing was just getting started, but I, I can't confirm whether it was out at that point. And he knew that I was a huge acapella geek. I was in the SoCal Vocas at the time. And he said, you know, there's so much amazing recorded acapella out there that maybe one album isn't enough. Mm. And I think there's enough for a double disc album. And so he came to me and we talked about it. And I was like, this is a great idea. Um, I have access to a lot of uh, recorded acapella at this point. I had already started writing for RARB at, the, at that time and was judging and nominating for the CARA Awards and things like that. So um, the other big part of this was this is still back in a time where physical CDs were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, the cost difference between making a single CD and a two-disc uh, album was so marginal. It was such a small amount. So we were like, we can do this. And um, we jumped in. And basically what happened was I went through and I hand-selected tracks that I wanted um, and reached out to the groups and said, I'm doing this thing. We're doing this thing. Um, would you be interested? And I'd say we probably got like a 90% acceptance rate. A couple of groups said, thanks, but no thanks. Um, and that was only a one-time shot. After that, they were happy to join the fray yeah <laughs> um and we put it out there and it was very well received and another year came around and i said to brock do you want to do this again yeah and, he said, and, and i was like i you know we can we can do it i've kind of streamlined the process i think i know what we're going to do and let's make it a submission process kind of you know kind of looked at what deke and i think it was may have been don gooding at the time or maybe amanda had already joined the fray um over at varsity vocals but I kind of mimicked what they were doing. Um, I wasn't shy about it. I wasn't like, this is some whole new fancy process. I, I kind of looked at what they were doing. And obviously Deke has had a lot of success in what he's done. And we did it again. And from there, it just took off. That's amazing. So fast forward to this year and this most recent selection of tunes for the compilation albums. What What was the process like for you this year? Uh, it's the same process as it usually is. There's no magic elixir. Um, I have a, a staff of nominators who vet all of the submissions and they go through it and they, they make lists. The way I did it this year is I had 
a large number of staff and they were all given a subset of the submissions because there were something like 190 different groups. Actually, I think it was 199 groups or artists submitted music. Wow. Which was a record for us. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was amazing. And um, so they they sent in their list of songs that they thought should be considered. And then myself and my senior producer, Dave Bernstein at Aka Tribe, um, what we do is we have a Skype call or a Google Hangouts call, and we talk through some of the nominations. At that point, we've both gone through it and made our list of what we think. But usually it's like there's 30 for sure, and then we want to talk through some of the others. And then we put it together. And then the next day I kind of put it in some kind of cohesive order that is a total crapshoot that hopefully just kind of flows together. Um, But like I said, there's really no magic elixir. We're not looking for one particular thing in the songs. Some songs it's about an incredible arrangement. Some songs it's about the soloist. Some songs it's about the production. Um, So we're just kind of looking for a hodgepodge of things that go together in a nice cohesive album. Uh, And one of the things groups always ask when they're considering submitting is they'll say, we submitted this album last year and it falls within the range of acceptable release dates for this year. But why would we submit it again if we weren't selected last year? And I tell them sometimes your music just didn't fit with the album last year, but it fit this year. Um, And we had at least, three submissions this year that were selected that weren't selected last year that were resubmissions. Cool. So it, and it's not like there's a, the quality has gone down this year. Cause like I said, there were 199 submissions. It just worked out that it just fit better that way. Yeah. I like that. So yeah. I noticed that on this year's album, you have three originals. Is that part of the non-calculus that goes into <laughs> calculating what, what songs make it on the albums? Um, I wouldn't say it it really helps or detracts if something's original. We're just looking for good music and stuff that sounds good. Um, there, there we try again. We try and strike a balance because there's the artistic side and the business side of the compilation and of Voices Only Productions. Mm-hmm. So, I think the easiest thing to say is that we are looking for that artistry and that original music, but I'm. I'm also looking for recognizable songs to help drive the compilation as a whole Um, because there's people that are looking for this already and people that aren't, that will just happen upon it. They'll be on Spotify and they'll search a specific song by say Ariana Grande and they'll happen upon it on voices only. And then they'll find everything else on voices only. And then they'll listen to that one artist that they never heard of before. And then they'll go to their Spotify page and listen to all their music and then buy their music. And so on and on. I love that. So now that the album is sort of, at least the tracks are selected. What, what, what's, what's next year? What's, what's coming up next for voices only for the compilation? Yeah. 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 What's um, so do you have to cut? are, Are you still making CDs? How does that work? No, it's 100% digital at this point. Um, and it's the same process of releasing an album right now. Um, it's with the digital distributor and just mm-hmm. waiting for it to get all uh, the licensing to get approved because uh, I do license everything. Um, and just getting onto all the e-stores and Spotify and everything. So we're just waiting. 
Very cool. Well, Corey, with everything that you have going on, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. And now we will be listening to uh, interviews with the groups who made it on to Voices Only 2019. Stay tuned. So that is the end of our special, but not quite because we have Corey Slutsky on the line. And I wanted for him to have an opportunity to give you all a chance uh, to know how to submit to Voices Only, but also how if you are interested in working with Corey, you can do so. So take it away, Corey. Great. Um, So, yeah, the submission process for the compilation usually happens in the spring. Um, We usually open it around April 1st, and it runs through mid-June. And all the information is on the website at voicesonlyacapella.com. That's two P's, two L's, as it should be. Um, And, yeah, it's it's pretty simple. The the site explains it all. You just fill out a form um, with all the information, and you send in your files. And it's pretty easy. And yeah, um, it would be great if uh, just a little self-advertising about the production company, Voices Only Productions, um, where I do uh, acapella recording and production work here in Michigan. And I travel all over the country and North America. Um, Right now, I'm working on some stuff here at home uh, in Michigan. Um, But I'm just finishing up some really amazing stuff from groups all over, like in Wisconsin and um, Nebraska. So I'm excited. So yeah, everything's there. If you want to email me, it's voices only at gmail.com. Super easy. And I would love to hear from everybody. Great. Well, Corey, again, thank you so much for all the hard work that you've done putting together these compilation albums and all the hard work that you do in general for acapella. Thank you. It's fun. I love doing it. So I appreciate it. Great. And we'll return you now back to our regularly scheduled programming. That's it for this episode of The Pulse, focused on groups from Voices Only 2019. To learn more about Voices Only, go to VoicesOnlyAcapella.com or research the group that was in this segment and check out their music on Spotify. Thanks so much and tune in again next time.